Hello, and welcome to Me, Myself, and I, How to Have a Relationship with Me. My name is Charlene McClinton, and I am a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. The information I will be sharing during this podcast is in no way meant in lieu of mental health treatment. The information is for educational and informational purpose only. Today, we're going to be talking about anxiety and how does anxiety affect the relationship you build with yourself and with other people, but most importantly, with yourself, right? So let's jump in. Anxiety is born when our brain doesn't have enough information, right? It doesn't have the accurate information to predict the outcome of a situation, whether it's present or it's the future, right? Anxiety can go from being a normal alert to life changes into your environment to unknown information and questions to full-blown full panic attack. And the reason why it can go from normal to full-blown panic attacks is based on our information or the lack of information, but also the information we have. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's say you're going on a job interview, and when you go on a job interview, you understand what position you're applying for, but you don't have all the information, the background around who's going to be on the interview panel, what questions are going to be, what are being answered. When you don't have that information, anxiety is alerted. That is normal, right? Because you don't have it. But also, how it can go to full panic attack is when you know information is past information and then that can be from a traumatic experience right so you have information around a similar experience and because you have that information around the similar experience you can start to experience a full panic attack and when that happened right our body shut down and what normally happens is, whether it's known information or unknown information, we can, ha- we can go into what we call the fight, flight, or freeze. We either fight, we're fighting, we're coming out swinging, we're coming out using our words, we're coming out using our behavior, or we flee, we remove ourselves from the, inf- from the environment, right? Or we freeze, we just become stuck. We can't make any decision. We can't take in any information. Nothing is registering for for us, right? So anxiety can go from being normal to a full panic attack, right? Due to the perceived threat that info, and it's the perceived threat based on information we know, or it can be based on information that we don't know, right? Our body starts to experience this sensation. And when our body starts to experience this sensation, right, we get this emotional message. And the emotional message is fear, right? Think about the interview. When you go into the interview, it's a sense of fear because your anxiety is triggered because you don't know the outcome. But because you've experienced trauma before and you go into a a similar situation, your body is experiencing fear. And so when it's experiencing fear, then the emotions is fear. And what happens is it prompts your feelings to become triggered. 
And understand and remember, feelings are attached to your thought process. It's attached to what we are thinking. And so whether it's known information or unknown information, either emotions are triggered, feelings are triggered, which then in turn turns into um, fear. Fear is then a segue from in which was produced by our anxiety. Right? And so whether the information is limited or known information, understanding the effects of anxiety can assist you in being present in your relationship with yourself. Because understanding anxiety can become overwhelming. If it's not assessed what is happening to you, it can become overwhelming just in your daily life. But it can become overwhelming in how you see yourself right, how you trust yourself, what your belief is around yourself, what your value is. Anxiety can become um, so overwhelming that you get stuck. You don't believe that you're capable of doing things that you've done in the past, right? It's almost like you forget your history of who you are and things that you've overcome when anxiety becomes to the place of being overwhelmed. Right, it can become your stop sign, and a lot of times that's what happened. Anxiety becomes a stop sign, which the fight, flight, or freeze. And when it becomes a stop sign, we don't do anything, we just stop. But it's important to remember anxiety is not a stop sign, it just means you need additional information to make decisions and assess what is taking place. And that is in um, relates to known information and unknown information. Anxiety is not a stop sign. It just means you need additional information to make the best decision for you. Why? Because when anxiety is introduced due to limited or known information, remember that, it affects how intentional, intentional we are with ourselves, right? So it causes us to be in this almost like um, uh, out-of-body experience. And when we're, we're in an out-of-body experience, we are not intentional with ourselves, right? And so when we're not intentional with ourselves and we don't have information, we're living in this out-of-body experience, right? It becomes challenging. And what happens, the emotions of fear is introduced. And when fear is introduced, again, we go into the fight, flight, or freeze, right? And this includes a relationship with yourself, right? It includes your belief. What do you believe about yourself, right? You can have fear that you don't believe that you can go in and you're going to be hired for a job that you've been doing for 10 years, Right, because the fear said, but well, this is a new company, but they don't know me because they don't know me, they're not gonna hire me, I'm not equipped. So you go through all of these scenarios in your head due, due to fear that is telling you you're not equipped when you have a history that can support you being equipped for this job. Right? Fear is very powerful, and right, and it affects your relationship with yourself. Right, it can become it activates your anxiety or who you are, but also what is true about you. It'll limit your relationship with yourself. Let's talk a little bit about how anxiety can affect your relationship with yourself. Anxiety can affect your relationship with yourself by creating fear, which we talked a little bit about earlier. It creates fear. 
And usually when it creates fear, we have a lack of belief in ourselves, in our abilities, in our education, things we have overcome, relationships we've overcome, how we see ourselves, our ability to try and conquer new things. Anxiety can create fear in the belief of who we are. Another thing that anxiety can affect is it can cause us to start to overthink. Usually when we're in the place of overthinking, we're afraid to honor our differences. We're afraid to honor who we are, right? Because remember in the past episodes of me, myself, and I, how to have a relationship with yourself, right? We want to be able to honor our differences, honor our originality, When we overthink a lot of times, we're always thinking outside of ourselves and we're not thinking and connected to ourselves. Anxiety can increase your overthinking, which can cause you to be afraid to honor your differences, to honor your original self. Another thing and another way anxiety can affect you is, right, it can create isolation. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you can just hide away at home. You can be isolated in a room full of people. I call it, you hide in plain sight. You can be in a room full of people, but also not be seen in the room full of people. Again, you can be in the room full of people and you can hide in plain sight and not be seen by the people in the room. Anxiety can create that, right? Because you're telling yourself, no one wants to get to know me. Nobody wants to talk to me. I don't fit in. So it takes you through all of these mental challenges, which cause you to isolate in plain sight. Another thing anxiety can affect is limiting your communication. And what that is, you don't have a belief in your voice. You don't believe that you have anything to offer, that when you go into a room full of people and they can have degrees and you don't have degrees, right? You can be careful to never speak when you're in that room because you don't believe in your voice. You don't believe in what you have to share to this room. You have told yourself because you don't have the education or experience of someone else that you don't have a value, a voice to share anything of substance. Anxiety can affect you in that way. Another way that anxiety can affect you, it can create avoidance. What that means is it can prevent you from being known, right? You can be in a room full of people and you can have education experience than anybody else. But because there's no belief in you, right? You avoid even being seen, then it prevents you from being known. You won't even show up in the room and share who you are, the wonderful things about who you are, the things that you've done, your experience, your capability, right? It's almost like you avoid, your voice is being stolen from you. You prevent other people from getting to know you. Anxiety is very, very um, powerful. And a lot of times we can give it too much information and too much um, power. Or a lot of times we don't understand the power of it and how it is affecting our lives. So it's important that you understand spaces in your life and how anxiety can affect that relationship with yourself. 
right? Also, rejection is another thing that anxiety can affect. And how does it affect? You reject your gifts and talents. You don't believe what you bring to the table is enough, so you reject it. You don't share it, right? You don't even allow it to be seen. You don't even put it out there for the world, right? Anxiety can cause you to reject your gifts and talents. When you enter a place of not feeling safe and trusting yourself, right, anxiety becomes your best friend, right, because it speaks to you. It tells you narratives that are not true. It causes you to forget your history, to forget what you've overcome, to forget what you've accomplished, right? It becomes this negative best friend, right? Remember when I first started, I said anxiety can be a good thing because it alerts you. But also, if you're not careful, if it becomes your best friend to a place of panic attacks or feeling overwhelmed, right? It can cause you not to feel safe and to trust yourself. It can affect your life on every area from being at home to social events, social events to professional life. Right. It can start and it can live internally. Right. Based on your environment, the behavior you have experienced from other people or behavior you have done, which in results of events that can have taken place in your life. Again, anxiety can start and live internally based on your environment, behavior you have experienced and also resulting in events that have taken place in your life. Since we've talked about how anxiety can affect the relationship with yourselves, let's talk a little bit about how to reduce the anxiety as it relates to building that relationship with yourself. One of the ways you can reduce anxiety is being mindful and honest with yourself. Being mindful means that you're present with yourself. You stop you do forensic on yourself, right? You assess what is happening to you. You don't let the body experiences the sensations that you experience to tell you what is happening, but you actually stop and you become mindful to your surrounding, how you're feeling, but also in being mindful, you're honest with yourself about what is happening, right? Go back to interviewing, right? If you've worked somewhere for 10 years and you look at the job description and you've done, you have the capabilities up and beyond. So when you go into that job interview, you want to be mindful and honest that I have something back in me that says I'm qualified for this next job. You want to be mindful and honest about who you are and your capability to show up in a new role, regardless that it's a new role, right? So in reducing your anxiety, being mindful and honest with yourself can help you do that. Another way to reduce anxiety is to set and maintain healthy boundaries. Yes, set and maintain healthy boundaries. When you're anxious about a relationship, whether it's with yourself or someone else, when you set and maintain healthy boundaries, you draw a line to keep you safe, right? You draw a line to keep you safe and you learn to trust yourself. That's what boundaries, boundaries can assist you in. 
Another way to, to reduce anxiety is to fact check your emotions and feelings. Remember, emotions are the body sensations and feelings are your thoughts. We want to fact check your emotions and your feelings. We want to make sure that what is it happening in your body and what is happening in your, in your thoughts are accurate. We want to fact check to make sure what you are experiencing is facts, right? Another way to reduce anxiety is to assess your past outcomes. Yeah, access, access things that you have done in your past that has been positive and negative and make sure they, at the end of the day, are speaking truth to where you are as it relates to a relationship with yourself, right? Remember, I talked a little bit about we all are made up of good and bad things. I mean, that's just what life is. We have some good things that have happened and we have some bad things. We have things that good we've done and we have bad things that we've done. And we have things that have been done to us that is bad, but also we have things that have been done to us that's good. We want to be able to access the whole of who we are. We want to be able to look at us from a whole place and not just from certain events. When you're able to access your past outcomes, things you've experienced, you then get to reduce your anxiety because you're telling yourself the truth, right? Another way to reduce anxiety is to gain more information surrounding events and situations. Yes, goes back to the interview. You want to gain more information. If you're applying for this job and you got nine out of the 10 requirements. So what you want to do is tell yourself a truth about the nine things you do have. But also then you want to start to gain information about the one thing you don't have. Right. You want to do some forensic on that one thing. You want to do some research on that one thing. Right. You want to gain information around that one thing you don't have. So then that can help you be better equipped when you go into the interview. Right. So we want to gain more information surrounding events and situations to help reduce the anxiety. Another way to reduce anxiety is to be intentional and present with yourself. You want to be intentional and present with yourself. You want to be able to stop, tell yourself the truth about who you are, and be present with what is happening with you. Anxiety can, can cause you to, um, your mind to go 100 miles per hour, right? You got fear has been activated. So you're telling yourself all of these narratives. Your body has become activated. So your thoughts are in overdrive, right? So what is happening, all these things is moving like at warp speed. You want to stop, be intentional about what is happening to you first. Recognize what is happening to you. Then you want to be present with yourself. You want to stop, be present, catch your breath, do some breathing exercises in and out so you can settle the body down. Anxiety can cause the body to become um, um, hyper village, hyper. And so when it becomes hyper, right, you're just moving, you're moving, you know, the sensations, everything is happening. When you become present, you're able to slow you down. You be present with, you slow your environment down. So that is another way for you to reduce your anxiety. 
Okay, so when you gain accurate evidence surrounding who you are, you can reduce your anxiety, negative emotions, feelings, and fear that is associated with your original self. Remember, without accurate information, the brain makes up information. It makes up, oh my God, what is happening? You know, and when it makes up that information, which is built on fear because you don't have the accurate information, then what happens is we start to spin out of control. Yeah. When we don't have accurate information based on whether um, this is new, something new we experience or based off um, something old we experience, the brain makes up information. And when the brain makes up information, it builds fear based on what has taken place in our lives and it can become where it spins out of control, right? And another example to that is, right, you know, it can be the stories we hear on the news surrounding violent attacks and a certain place and outings. You can get ready to go to that place, right? And so your body can start to react to this place, this environment. And so now your brain is trying to make up information around this environment, but it remembers the story it heard on the news about this environment. So now you have this fear. Your body is starting to become out of control. Your thoughts are starting to come out of control. So what you can do is stop, get present with yourself, tell yourself the truth about who you are in this incident at that place. So you slow yourself down and you tell yourself the truth about who you are, even though you are, you are in an incident, you're in a situation, you're at a place that something happened at a week ago, but it's not happening today. So you're able to control the fear and tell yourself the truth, right? Remember, fear is adapted. It's a learned emotion and it attaches itself to help us survive. That's what fear does. It helps us survive, right? It adapts to things. But if it's not controlled, what it can what can happen is it controls our life, right? Including the relationship with us. It just takes over. And when it takes over a lot of times, it tells us inaccurate information. All right? So when you're developing and evaluating in a relationship with yourself, you can experience, you know, like I said, the fight, flight, or freeze. And we want to be able to use fight, flight, or freeze response when it's appropriate, right? Right? It's, it's an instant response when we don't have information. And it's a healthy response because it keeps us safe. But then we want to stop to assess whether we're in fight, whether we're in flight, whether we're in, in freeze. And then we want to gain information to help us move on the other side of fight, flight, and freeze right? It supports us in our relationship with ourselves, right? Because it um, supports us in making the most and best decision. Um, and so as we get to the uh, end of today's um, episode, I just want to remind you something. Anxiety at the end of the day is a good thing, right? Anxiety helps, you know, is that normal alert to life is changing. Something is happening around us. Even though it's a normal alert, when it's not put into its proper perspective, when fear is introduced, when we don't have the accurate information or we don't have any information, anxiety can go, turn into worry, which can turn into panic attack 
which then causes you to be out of control with making decisions about yourself. It causes you not to tell yourself the truth about who we are. And we want to always, always, always tell ourselves the truth about who we are, right? So you know I like to end each podcast with a quote. Today the quote comes from Rumi and it says, everything is made beautiful and fair and lovely is made for the eye of one who sees. Everything that is made beautiful and fair and lovely is made for the eye of the one who sees. You're the only one who can see your beauty, your loveness, and your fairness of who you are. When you're able to see your beauty, your loveness, your fair, and who you are, then that's all that matters. Remember, always be good to yourself because it's only one of you.